ever want to record your own podcast? We're looking no further than Anchor. Not only do they have the creation tools which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor app. Go download it. Start today. What is up, everybody? And welcome to another installment of the Post Fade Podcast. And in today's episode, man, I'm just going to be kicking it with you guys and recapping this All-Star Weekend. And what a All-Star Weekend it was. Stay tuned to get my thoughts on everything that happened. And we are back. How are y'all doing this evening? How is your mom, dad, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunties, uncles, grandmas, grandpas, dogs, cats, birds, etc.? How how is everybody doing around here? Now, if you're from Louisiana, I'm a god on limits say y'all are doing pretty good, being that it's Mardi Gras season as well as crawfish season. Right now is the perfect time to be in Louisiana because literally everything is popping off. You want crawfish? Go ahead and get it. <laughs> on your way to get crawfish, it might be a little bit traffic because there might be a parade going on. So why not stop and go catch a couple of bees, you know? But we're not here to talk about Louisiana. We're here to talk about Chi-Town, Chicago, home of the All-Star Weekend for this NBA season. And boy, did it not disappoint. From top to bottom, each event was spectacular except for the celebrity game i'm not even gonna touch that because i don't know half the people that was on there so <laughs> i'm talking about from the skill challenge to the three points to the all-star game to the rising stars challenge i enjoyed all of it it all had some sort of suspense uh, excitement the nba really brought their a game with this event this year now the first event i want to talk to you guys about is the world versus usa game now, when the league announced that it would be changing from uh, having celebrity or former NBA players uh, pick their teams and switching to World versus USA, I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to work. Uh, USA seems like it would have so much more talent than the world, if we're just being quite frank. I know that the NBA and basketball in general is worldwide, but me at that point was thinking, man, USA is just going to kill the world every year. Boy, was I wrong. Not only is the world filled with so much talent, the NBA is filled with so much talent for people all across the world. Let me just read the rosters off to you guys. On the world team, we have Brandon Clark, DeAndre Ayton, Josh Koji, Luka Doncic, Mo Wagner, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Nicolo Meli, Meli, excuse me, RJ Barrett, Ruhachimaru, Shea Gilgis Alexander and Sibby McCallick? Malik? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Just keep it real with y'all. But he's he's a rookie on the Pistons. On Team USA, they had Colin Sexton, Devontae Graham, Eric Pascal, John Morant, Triple J, 
Kendrick Nunn, Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, Trey Young, Tyler Hero, Wendell Carter, and Zion Williamson. Now, don't get me wrong, Team USA has some players on it. Like, just looking at Ja, Zion, Hero, Trey, Devontae Graham, Triple J, Miles Bridges. Like, they have some, some players on their team. Not go front. But the world also has talent, man. Brandon Clark, DeAndre Ayton, Doncic, RJ Barrett, Ruhachimaru, Shea Gildred Alexander, and his cousin, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Like, <laughs> in terms of talent, things are pretty even. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Uh, Miles Bridges ended up taking the, um, the MVP award for this game. If you guys were watching, he actually live tweeted during halftime, said something like bet. Then he just started going crazy in the second half. Like, I want to say he threw a alley to himself off the backboard or something like that. But bro, like, he, he definitely turned up. So he, he was very deserving of that award. That game was very interesting, but entertaining, especially at the end. Um, I like how with the Rising Stars Challenge as well as well, not so much with the All-Star game anymore, unless it's a blowout. But I like how at the end they have these mini dunk contests. And so we got we had a chance to see Zion attempt two crazy dunks. And we also got to see John Morant try a crazy dunk. I mean they, they ended up missing all three of the dunks, but still that was that was entertaining to watch because man, had they completed any sort of crazy dunk, I think the place would have exploded. The NBA is probably the most athletic that it's been in a while and the league is in good hands with these young players Doncic, uh, Triple J, Ja, Zion, Trey, Shea like the league is it's in really good hands I mean just looking back to a couple of years ago uh, I was looking kind of sketchy for the league like who was going to take that that torch from LeBron but it's looking like Giannis is eventually going to take that torch and maybe when Giannis gets ready to hand over that torch we're going to have some more young players who are going to be able to take that from him but let's fast forward to the skills competition uh the nba likes this whole big versus guard sort of thing so they've included big men in the skills competition lately and honestly big men have been dominated for like the past three years with the skills competition and it was no different tonight with bam Adebayo. Uh, taking the crown as he battled against Sabonis. Uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, the league is getting more talented, like I mentioned before, as far as big men are able to do a lot more than they have in the past. Um, my pick to win was going to be Shea, to be honest with you, but all of the guards were eliminated in the first round, which is pretty crazy. All the guards were eliminated in the first round by the big men. When I think of guard, and it's not like, um, you know, the big men got up there and they were just missing their shots and the guards were able to come down there and, like, they were just cooking. Like, no. Uh, in most of the competitions, the guards and the big men were neck and neck, and the big men just happened to make the basket before them. Or when it comes to passing, the big men were able to get it in on their first try while the guards struggled, you know. So, like I mentioned before, I'm going to say it again. Uh, the NBA is as talented as it's ever been as of right now. And it, there's so much young talent in the league. It's crazy. I can't wait to see what these players look like when they're veterans. If they're doing this, just imagine what the younger guys are going to be doing. 
if you guys aren't keeping up with House of Highlights or Ball is Life, as they um, video these young high school and middle school uh, prospects, and these young dudes are out here hooping, hooping, like for real. <laughs> the league is gonna be a scary place. I, I don't remember seeing high school players do what some of these kids are doing around here. So, uh, my love for basketball doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. <laughs> Uh, looking at the three-point competition, uh, it involved Bertans, D-Book, Devontae Graham, Joe Harris, Buddy Hill, Zach Levine, Duncan Robinson, and Trey Young. Now, these are all snipers, right? A lot of them were broke <laughs> during this competition. Other than D-Book and Buddy Hill, to just keep it honest with you guys. Uh, Joe Harris, I forget if it was Joe Harris or... Bertans that um, actually did okay, but D-Book and Buddy Hill definitely stood out. Uh, big reason why they were in the finals against each other. And this was exciting because Buddy Hill ended up winning on his last ball in the corner to beat D-Book. Like, you can't script that any better, man. I really enjoyed that. Uh, really, it's getting to a point where I'm enjoying the three-point competition more than the dunk competition. I know it's crazy to say being that the dunk competition that we had um, during this All-Star Weekend was pretty crazy in many ways. But I don't know. I like seeing these snipers go out and do what they do, even though a lot of them, like I mentioned before, were off. Uh, the NBA did introduce a four-point do zone. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA uh, did something crazy like push the three-point line back a little bit. Uh, they've been talking about that over the past couple of years and I wouldn't mind that because I'm looking at the NBA now it really is just threes and dunks like there is no mid-range game there's no reason why big men like Steven Adams or I don't know Robin Lopez should be out here shooting threes like I miss watching basketball when players would shoot the mid-range but uh, analytics have changed the league so much to the point where it just isn't a quote-unquote smart shot anymore, which is stupid. But I'm, I'm not going to go on a tangent about that. I'm going to save that for another podcast. Uh, like I mentioned before, Buddy Hill ended up beating D-Book on the last uh, ball in the corner to win the three-point competition. The next competition was the dunk competition. And boy, oh boy, was there drama. Uh... It involved Pat Connington, Aaron Gordon, Dwight Howard, and Derrick Jones Jr. Now, I'm going to be quite frank. I wanted anybody to win except Dwight Howard. I mean, I know he kind of did that tribute thing with uh, Kobe on his chest and stuff, but I I don't want to see Dwight Howard in the dunk contest. I would rather have seen, I don't, maybe it's the Pelicans homer in me, Jackson Hayes. Like, I don't know, anybody, somebody who's younger and can actually do stuff. Although he did have a pretty uh, nice dunk where he almost did a 360 and, like, cocked his wrist back with the ball and then turned it back and dunked it. That was pretty crazy. But nevertheless, I'd rather have seen somebody else in Howard's spot. Um, Connaughton did his thing as well. But the finals ended up coming down to Aaron Gordon and Derrick Jones Jr. Everybody knows about Aaron Gordon uh, in his past dunk contest with uh, Zach Levine. That's one for the ages. That's 
if that's not the best con- dunk contest ever, it's definitely top two or three. It has to be. Them boys were battling that night. And honestly, Aaron Gordon and Derrick Jones were battling tonight as well. Uh, Aaron Gordon was getting 50 after 50 after 50 in a dunk contest. Derrick Jones was out of his mind athletically in this dunk competition. Aaron Gordon at one time dunks over Taco Fall, who was seven foot five. Taco Fall, Taco Fall was standing straight up, and Aaron Gordon cleaned him with the dunk. That is insane. Derrick Jones Jr. ended up doing a uh, dunk from the free throw line as well, which was very uh, similar to what Zach Levine did uh, when Aaron Gordon uh, battled him. But nevertheless, uh, it came down to Derrick Jones Jr. ended up getting like a 47 or a 48 or something like that. And Aaron Gordon ended up dunking over Taco Fall. Uh, there was a couple of people saying that, oh, he didn't clear his head. Yada, yada, yada. Like the, the guy is 7'5". He jumped over him. He's not going to absolutely clear the guy's head. He's going to have to come down at some point. The basket was right there. Is like, like, what more do you want him to do? Okay, he jumped over the guy. But, um, you know, Aaron Gordon ended up getting a lower score by one point. And people were kind of confused, like, whoa, what's going on? Like, why isn't this all 50s? I personally would have gave it a 10 and hoped that it was all 50s. But it turns out that the judges themselves actually had a little mini conference where they said, okay, we want to see this go an extra round. So we're all going to agree to uh, fix it so that Aaron Gordon's score matches Derrick Jones Jr.'s score. Well one judge ended up not giving a 10 when he was supposed to and giving a 9. And I think we can all figure this out. It doesn't take you know uh, a high IQ person to figure this out. It was Dwayne Wade, <laughs> the former Miami Heat player. Of course he's going to rig it so Derrick Jones Jr. can get the dub. You know, and he's going around saying, I'm not the only judge that gave out a 9. Yeah, that's true, but you guys also agreed on fixing it so that Aaron Gordon and Derrick Jones Jr. can have the same score and they would go another round to see who would would win but instead you shaved him down one point so your boy can win that's that's pretty dirty no I don't blame Aaron Gordon for not wanting to do another dunk dunk contest Uh, he mentioned in the the little post-game conference that he's done with the whole dunk contest John Morant was feeling some, some kind of way on Twitter saying that he would never do it uh, Zion before this happened said that he'd be interested in doing it if the Pelicans were in a uh, good position as far as playoff race next season but I'm not sure if he's going to do it anymore so Dwayne Wade kind of put a fork in the dunk competition for for a while I'm not sure if people are going to be as eager to jump on it um, as they were before and that really sucks because we're not getting high profile players to be in the dunk contest anymore so when we do have these athletic freaks who aren't you know uh, all-star caliber players but are good players in their own right now you're kind of shoving them to the side because you're playing favorites so I hope the NBA you know puts some type of um I don't know, find some way to fix this to where 
there's actual judges out there. I don't want to see Black Panther out there being a judge or Candace Parker. Uh, uh, get real dunkers. Dominique Wilkins, like Dr. J, Shaq. Shaq should be a permanent judge for the dunk contest, if we're being honest. Like, why wasn't he a judge? He, unless they offered him that and he declined, uh, Shaq should be up there. But anyway, that was it for all the little skills competitions that day. Uh, it was just one event left. One event left. And it was the big event. Stay tuned at this, this commercial break, and I will be breaking that one down as well. The last event was the big event. Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Now, Team LeBron was rocking the number two for Gigi, while Team Giannis rocked the 24 for Kobe on the back of their jerseys, which I thought was pretty cool, as well as the MVP award was renamed the Kobe Bryant uh, MVP award, which was a, another honor I thought was uh, a great move by the NBA. Being that it was the first year for Kobe's MVP award, I figured that a lot of players would be gunning for it. Uh, and I wasn't wrong. You know, players were... There was highlights out there, but players were also being pretty selfish in this game, which I don't mind because it's an all-star game. We want to see highlights. So if you have a chance to get a crazy dunk, I don't, you know, regret you or get mad at you for passing the ball to some guy for a three. Like, go get yours. Show off for the crowd. Now, the NBA also implanted some... Implemented, excuse me, some nice rules to this all-star game and sort of switch it up. Um, instead of having uh, first quarter, second quarter, fourth quarter, uh, they kind of split it up to where each quarter, whichever team was up, that charity would get $100,000 uh, towards it, as well as the points would accumulate over time, like over the quarters, and at the end, it would be like a set number, and the teams would, would be battling for that set number. Uh, the set number ended up being 157. Um, let me just go through the rosters really quick for you guys, just in case you've forgotten or you just, you know, were under a rock and don't know. Uh, Team LeBron had him, AD, Kawhi, Luka, Harden, D-Book, Ben Simmons, Jokic, Tatum, CP3, and Westbrook. While Team Giannis had Embiid, Pascal, Kimba, Trey, Middleton, Bam, Gobert, Lowry, Ingram, Mitchell, and of course Giannis. Now, in the first quarter, Team LeBron took the lead with a 53-41 score. The second quarter, Team Giannis took the lead with a 51-30 score. Third quarter, it was a tie, 41-41, which means that the 100,000 would just be split onto the winner's um, total at the end. And in the fourth quarter, Team LeBron ended up taking the dub with the 33-22 uh, lead that quarter now in the fourth quarter there was um you know no uh time on the clock players were just playing to a certain score so lebron was behind uh at the start of this fourth quarter so he really had to rally rally the troops and you know try to pull this out which they did at the end with a free throw from anthony davis now uh, the basketball fan in me don't like seeing a free throw <laughs> win the game, but at the same time, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, the money 
you know, it's going to charity, it's for the kids, and Team LeBron definitely deserved this dub, being that they fought all the way back for it. Uh, there was a couple of fun things that um, I saw in this contest that weren't per usual. Uh, Trey Young hitting the half-court buzzer beater, as well as uh, Lowry and his defense. Guy has Hall of Fame charge card. He's just taking charges from everybody. I think he has the record for the most charges drawn in the All-Star game with like two or three. That guy was just, he was being annoying and the rest were actually giving it to him, which was crazy because that usually doesn't happen in the All-Star game. You don't see, you know, offensive uh, fouls called against players in an All-Star game. Um, another thing was a Chris Paul alley-oop. <laughs> yes, Chris Paul catching an alley-oop, not throwing it, mind you, catching an alley-oop. That was wild. I don't think I've ever seen Chris Paul catch an alley-oop. I've seen him dunk once on YouTube, but never seen him catch an alley. I think he surprised himself by doing that. <laughs> but also, another thing I wanted to point out was the clutch defense played by both teams in the fourth quarter. Uh, you can tell the intensity definitely uh, got turned up a notch in the fourth quarter when you know things got real. Uh, you saw players playing defense. James Harden was actually playing solid defense uh, Harden had to guard Siakam I want to say um, on a lot of possessions as Giannis admitted that uh, the plan was to attack whoever Harden was holding the whole fourth quarter and if they would have won I would have said it worked but at the end it didn't uh, Siakam wasn't able to take advantage of that um, but nonetheless it was a good game um, you know ending with the shot and no clock I like that idea by the NBA I hope they keep that um, it caused for players to turn up their intensity and not worry about the other team you know milking the clock or them looking at the clock and being like dang like we gotta score 10 points in like 3 minutes like no it's, it's like pick up basketball you playing the 21 or something you know uh, players have a certain score that they have to get to and they were just working on it man I like that uh, a couple of notes that I have here that I noticed was uh, zero points for Giannis in the fourth quarter. And that's been an issue for the Bucks. actually. The, the Bucks, uh, although they've been blowing out teams, uh, one uh, weakness for them is, you know, if the game is close in the fourth quarter, are they going to be able to respond? Are they going to be able to score? And Giannis wasn't able to when the intensity was turned up. It is not like he didn't have the opportunity to score. He was the team's leader he had the ball in his hands numerous times he just couldn't do anything with it another thing I noticed was Giannis on LeBron Giannis was able to clamp up LeBron on a lot of these possessions um I'm not sure if they do uh make it to the championship Lakers versus Bucks how LeBron's going to handle that or if Giannis is even going to be on LeBron and not AD but um yeah, that was pretty troubling. That that might be a look into the future if both teams make it to the championship. Uh, LeBron might need to find a way to get Giannis off of him. Uh, a third note I'd like to add is CP3 still has it, man. Just looking back at like eight months ago, people were saying that CP3's contract was untradeable. Like he was damaged goods damn near in everybody's eyes. But he's really been balling out. Uh, Russ has been balling out as well, but he was benched in the fourth quarter on Team LeBron. Whereas CP3 was still getting minutes. Uh, CP3 was getting buckets in this game. He finished with 23 and 6. Like CP3 is still a baller. People were doubting him, but he's proven a lot of people wrong. 
uh, especially in the regular season this season, uh, helping bring that Thunder team to a playoff berth. Like, people need to stop sleeping on CB3 and, and give, give him his props. Um, another thing I noticed was Rudy Gobert's defense. A lot of people were clowning Rudy Gobert because last year he cried about not making the All-Star team. Uh, people were making fun of the fact that Gobert made the All-Star team this season, but he definitely showed his worth. Um, just looking at the plus-minus numbers, even though I'm not that into analytics, he had the highest, uh, especially in the fourth quarter, where he was really being what he is, a defensive anchor, and helping um, lead his team. Uh, they ended up losing, and I don't think Gobert was in at the end. But while he was out there on the floor, he was definitely causing hell uh, for Team Giannis, or alongside Team Giannis. So uh, that's an underrated thing. He ended up having 25 and 11. He was actually uh, up on the board for uh, MVP honors had Giannis Team won. So that tells you all you need to know about uh, what he was doing out there on the floor. Uh, Giannis himself finished with 25 and 11. Uh, Kawhi ended up taking the first ever Kobe Bryant MVP award for the All-Star game with 37 and 4. Uh, Kawhi was just launching from three and he was unconscious. I mean, the guy is already a robot as is. You throw him in the All-Star game, it's not like he's about to slow down. So <laughs> it was fun getting the chance to see Kawhi ball out. Uh, I don't really get to see Kawhi ball out that much, being that I don't watch a lot of Clippers games and when I do, is it's like he's load managing and stuff like that. So uh, watching Kawhi do his thing in this All-Star game was a blessing in itself. Um, overall, I really love this All-Star game. I like the changes that they made. Uh, the game seemed very competitive. I like the fact that um, the people that were receiving the um, donation money from Team LeBron and Team Giannis were actually courtside. And so they were able to see the players. The players were able to see them. I think that may have played a um, a part in motivating the players in the fourth quarter to turn up so that those kids could receive that money to help them out. Uh, yeah, the league is the league is killing it right now. I, I hope they continue. I hope they don't mess this up. <laughs> don't change anything. Keep it how it is. <laughs> but that's it. I'm going to wrap up the podcast now for you guys. Uh, follow me on all social medias. Like I said before, um, I'm very interactive when it comes to talking with the fans. I talk with all you guys literally every day about basketball topics and in some cases even about life you know um on twitter you can follow me at the post fade you know on instagram at the post fade podcast uh you throw me a follow i'm a follow back like i said i like interacting with you guys whether it's in the dms or uh out in publics under the forums under the pictures etc uh if you guys have a podcast feel free to dm me that podcast i'll check you guys out I listen to podcasts all day when I'm not talking basketball. So, yeah, I would love to check out you guys' podcasts, check out you guys' works. If you guys have YouTube channels, let me know. I'll check it out. You know, I'm, I'm all about you guys. I'm all about helping build up uh, this post-fade community, uh, a place that play, people can come in and talk about basketball, talk about life, talk about, uh, hell, you can talk about football, soccer, etc. You know, come join a post-fade community. Come make some new friends and let's kick it all right that's gonna wrap up this podcast hope to see you guys soon in the meantime i'm out peace